Hey, this is Jason Cass with uh, Agents Influence Podcast, soon to be known as Grow Podcast, as I've said now in the prior podcast. And we're back here with the Big Wig series. Um, this is by far one of the one of the favorite series of all the listeners. And normally we end it in the end of January. So I'm recording this uh, right now towards the end of January. You're probably getting this right at the end of January. Um, and I've got, but the thing is, I've got about three other CEOs, uh, well, actually two CEOs and one president. So we're actually going to bleed over into February um, with this. This is really exciting. And uh, two of the CEOs that we have coming up actually called me and asked me to be a part of it. But today I've got one that's really unique for you. Um, and I think that when you initially hear who he's coming from, you may say to yourself, well, how does this relate to agents? But actually, Everything that this company is about is actually relating to agents. I know these people personally. I know this company. I've been to, uh, not to their headquarters, but I've been to uh, one of their conferences and met a lot of the people that make this happen, and they're fantastic. But I'll get back with them in a minute. Um, do want to let you know, once again, just a little shout out to a couple things. Uh, I've got... Um, uh, we've got some special things coming up this year in the way that I'm going to do this. I think in March we're going to go, and I don't hold this to me, this is what my plan is right now, but if you know Jason Cass, things change quickly. We're going to go into the Innovators group. Um, and so I have got a handful of people that I would say are innovators in this insurance industry. I've been reaching out to them currently, and we're going to line them up for March and maybe April. I think you're going to really, really like. Uh, we're talking about people who are doing things that we we know, like one guy. He runs a multi-million dollar agency, and it's all done out of a service center. And to be honest with you, he's not in a big town. See, that's what a lot of you agents think out there, because I think that too. Like, oh, he's probably in a big urban area. No, he's not. And he's doing all of his business by service centers, and he's making a killing at it, and his customers say they he provides the best uh, possible service. So we're going to be finding people like that and trying to bring them in, and uh, you're really, really going to like it. Um, also, keep in mind that a couple little head, uh, heads up going out is that Ryan Hanley's book, Content Warfare, will be coming out. He just, I just, he just told me that he got uh, the print version back from his editor. So it is now ready to go to print, be bound up, and be sent out there. So around the uh, beginning, probably more the middle of February, be sure to looking for Content Warfare. Um, and that's the book. If you want to know Ryan's website, it's ryanhanley.com. Uh, ryanhanley.com. Go there. You can find some stuff. He's got a podcast. He's a speaker and all that. But look for that book. It's going to be really, really good. Grow was a major sponsor of that book. And then we will be having our book coming out, coming out in March. It is going to be called Customer Service is Just Foreplay. So you can go to insuranceforeplay.com. That's insuranceforeplay. That's F-O-R-E-P-L-A-Y.com. And even if you misspell foreplay and you leave the E out, I even bought that domain as well and there's a couple others so that if you're anything like me and you don't know how to spell very well or you're typing quickly, uh, you're still probably going to be able to find it. Go to insuranceforeplay.com and just it's a little simple thing there. You can put in your email address and you will be the first one to get a copy of our book, but also you'll be the first one before anybody to get at least the first three, I think, or four chapters. I can't believe, I can't remember what the editor said that we're doing there. But go to insuranceforeplay.com and that will be coming out. Because keep this in mind, and here's what my book's about. Customer service is just foreplay. The customer experience is your home run. So I want you to remember that because that's very, very important. It's not just about the service that you provide because the guy down the road saying the same thing and the customer expects the service that you provide. That's what they pay for. It's the experience that they experience when they're going through that service process or any type of process with you is why they buy today. So I just want you to know that. 
Once again, I also ask you, please, if this is your first time listening, know that I spend 100% of my own time and my own money to make this happen. Uh, Agents Influence Podcast is supported and uh, paid for by growprogram.com. Be sure to there to go there and check us out. Also, be sure to to um, to, to know that uh, there's a bunch of different things coming up there. So if you've been to our website before, be sure to check back here in the next couple weeks because we're having it all redesigned. Without further ado, I am going to go ahead and get into the podcast because here comes Kurt Stevenson. Let's go. Jason Cass back once again uh, with the podcast and ready to roll right into it. Um, I've got the CEO of a company you may have heard uh, about. It's called Agency Port. Um, I personally had never heard of them about two years ago. They reached out to me and asked me if I would come and and do a and not really do a presentation. I just kind of sat on a panel and they brought in a bunch of insurance technology, you know, CIOs, you know, the information people, the technology people, some of the marketing people, and they basically put me and I think three or four other agents on a on a stage and then just hit us with questions and then they listened to us and and. And, uh, and tried to move, use some of that stuff into their company. One thing that I noticed, and I'm, I'm going to cut this real short because I want, I want to get into this with uh, Kurt. Um, but one thing that I noticed that, that kind of was overwhelming to me is that a lot of the companies and vendors, guys, that help the insurance companies do things better, more efficient, the way that the to help us help the consumer, help the agent help the consumer, really kind of gets lost in the shuffle because between us and people who actually make things happen like an agency port, there's this thing called a company in between us. And what the company interprets that the agent wants, or they interpret what the company wants no matter what the agent says, and what gets passed on over here to agency port Sometimes, and we'll let Kurt Kurt answer, to me, I assume it's probably a lot of times two different messages. And so sometimes agency port or some type of vendor like them, I won't say just agency port, but vendors like them end up creating um, workflows, processes, procedures, products, whatever it could be based on what they think the agent wants. But really, to be honest with you, I love you, Mr. and Mrs. Insurance Companies. We couldn't have an industry without you. But majority of the time, you have no clue what we want. And so I think that it's important that we bring someone on like Agency Port and we bring on other vendors like Agency Port. Um, Keep in mind, Kurt, you're getting ready to meet him. He didn't pay Agents Influence anything. I'm just doing what we do at Agents Influence and bringing someone like Kurt, who you'd never get the opportunity to meet or talk to, to now be able to talk to him, and hopefully you will in person. So, Kurt, I know that's a big opening, but I do want to welcome you, Kurt Stevenson, to um, the uh, Agents Influence podcast. Everybody, welcome the CEO of Agency Port. Kurt, how are you? I'm great, thanks, Jason. Um, I uh, I've been a loyal listener of yours uh, since really since you started the podcast, which was right around when we met. Um, and uh, I'm honored to uh, to be a guest. So, thank you for uh, for having me. Awesome. Well, you know, when I came out there, you guys invited me out there to, uh, what is it, Martha's Vineyard? or not, it, was, uh, it was Chatham, actually. On Chatham, 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 that's what it was. One of the uh, awesome place, beautiful place. Um, it kind of kind of made me feel like I had kind of went back in time a little bit. We stayed at that old inn, you know, and it was kind of like, you know, what is this show, New Heart? 
I think, where they had the yeah. inn, you know? That's what I kind of felt like when I was there, Kurt. I felt yeah, like it was like, you know? That, that was the uh, the Chatham, Chatham Bars Inn. Um, not to not to plug them, but we're thrilled. We actually uh, did our – so that was a, must have been two years ago, Jason. And then last year we did our conference up at Stowe, Vermont. Um, and this year we're returning to Chatham. We had um, – I mean, Stowe was great, but our customers really loved uh, – the sort of charm of, of Chatham, and we're going to be doing it again there this year. So, Kurt, tell us about you. How'd you get here? Where'd you come from? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll keep this piece kind of brief, but I, I started my career um, in in consulting around systems at a company called Anderson Consulting, uh, which later became Accenture, uh, really focused on financial services and insurance customers, uh, and eventually started my own consulting company uh, doing the same thing, but really focused on serving um, insurance customers or carriers or companies, as you refer to them in your intro. Um, and uh, I ended up selling that company sort of in the, uh, in the dot-com phase, which was, was pretty good timing, um, and, uh, and ended up joining up with AgencyPort, who had, had been a customer of mine um, in about 2007. Um, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about agency port in a minute, but, uh, basically had various, uh, roles and leadership roles at agency port, uh, you know, since 2007. And then our two co-founders stepped down from the business about a year ago. And, uh, I was asked to take on the CEO role and, um, I'm, uh, you know, very happy to have taken that on. It's been, uh, fun and exciting and, uh, I've learned a lot, and we're you know we're taking the company, uh, evolving it into a, a new direction. Awesome, awesome, awesome! And yes, uh, what was it? it? Was Eric and uh, Steve? Eric and Steve. That's wow. right. Wow. Okay, I knew. I remember Eric, but I didn't ever talk much with Steve when I was there in the short time I was. So yeah, yeah, those and, guys. Uh, those those were some awesome cats. Those were good. Yeah, guys. you're. you're- you and uh, any of your listeners that know them may be uh, interested to know that they have actually uh, they also had ownership in a um, in a small commercial lines agency, um, and they are both now actively uh, insurance agents. So they've uh, they've they've moved over to your side. Yeah, Eric Eric reached out to me shortly after they had stepped down. So uh, and he said that they were enjoying it. And they that's another podcast for another time, listeners. But they've got an interesting thing going on out there as to how they do work comp, and they've uh, they've uh, teamed up with some payroll companies. Um, and it's a really really interesting story. But that's just to show the innovation that comes from people that start or work at Agency Port. So. So, Kurt, tell us what Agency Port kind of is, and then why is this relevant to agents that are on the phone call? Sure. Uh, so, what, what Agency Port creates is what we like to call systems of engagement between those carriers or companies um, and their constituents. So, our our customers are those insurance carriers or companies. Um, and when I say constituents, you know, our primary user base is independent agents. Um, so, you know, the, why I started listening to your podcast, Jason, is because those are the people who use our software, even though we never, we don't, we never sell to an agent. Um, but across our customer base, we have uh, more than 100,000 independent agents who are using our software today. Uh, our, our sort of primary or flagship product is something called Agency Portal which I'm confident that many of your listeners uh, probably use, but may not know that Agency Port built it. Um, we have about 70 property and casualty carriers as customers, and all of those instances of Agency Portal are branded to fit the carrier's branding, and they usually end up calling it whatever they want. 
Um, but for example, any of your listeners who uh, write Hartford Small Commercial or Chubb Specialty or, or we some of the Berkeley companies or Arbella, um, they wouldn't know it, but that's our software that, that uh, those carriers are using to... So like know. Icon, Icon 2 or whatever? That's... Yeah. So, right, New Icon is actually uh, is, is agency portal running, um, branded as, new, as the Hartford's New Icon. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah, that's we're we're really proud of that one. I mean, they they take um, you know their Hartford's uh, bot product they call Spectrum, and mm -hmm. um, you know in in a in a one location bot policy, it enables an agent to get um, in, in ninety seconds to get back a bindable quote, which is that's that's kind of um, breaking new ground in the industry. So we're really proud of that. Wow, that is awesome. That is awesome. So here's what I love, and I think it goes back to what I said at the beginning. So you know, you have to listen to the carrier because they're the ones who pay you guys and they're the ones that want the final product developed. But you are awesome because you go outside of them and say, okay, we've listened to the carrier. We listen to what they need, what they want, how they need it to work. And they say that they've talked to the agent and this is what they want. But you guys don't just stop there. You go around that and try and say, let's do our own um um, what is it? Uh, intelligence, and let's find out exactly if what the carrier's telling us is jiving with what the agents are actually saying out there. Is that is that fair to say that? Yeah, that's very well said. Um, and you know, I'll I'll round that out a little bit. And, and again, going back to how we met, um, you know, we had that panel of agents speaking to those carriers. Um, this actually goes back to our roots. So the company was founded, literally located within an insurance agency. So we had, um, as, as we were building the initial version of the software, we could go over and talk to, you know, Betty, one of the CSRs, and um, ask her what she thought and how that would influence her workflow and what could make it better. So it was, it was just great to, to, you know, be sitting and co-situated with actual CSRs and, and, and uh, producers, you know, writing insurance. Um, we then did this really... Uh, kind of massive roadshow uh in 2009 we we got a, a, a an suv and we sort of wrapped it with agency port branding and we drove down the east coast uh visiting we visited 65 agencies and um we we did we actually had a video producer come with us so we recorded a lot of the raw materials about um you know what agents liked about you know their agency management systems how they did work how they interacted with their various uh you know, carrier uh, partners, and it was across all lines. It was personal, commercial, specialty, big agencies, small agencies, um, and uh, you know. So then we 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 took that. We we made some fun videos um, of that, which you can still I, go find on our blog. Yeah, where where can they find those? Because I remember seeing those, Kurt. Those were pretty good. Where, where can uh, they find yeah, those? So, uh, the the URL is uh, it's it's agencyport.com slash blog and uh, there we have this whole tagging system there and if you look at videos um, you can get them there the other thing actually what, since you asked Jason there's um, one of the things we're doing related to this agent insight um, is we, so we we I mentioned the big tour but we have since then really institutionalized it so we have a person dedicated to visiting agencies and gathering that insight. And um, so we visit at least an agency every month, and we um, we, we put put that into reports um, and and blog posts and things like that. But then we, I mean, the, the important thing is you let in 
is we're using that to inform our research and development and our product development team um, in terms of you know constructing our software in a way that really is making uh, you know making life easier for the agent, making them want to do more business with certain carriers, and really you know making making them be able to work more efficiently. Um, so we took that. Um, we, we've taken all that and we've actually sort of created this site that's sort of a contribution to the industry, if you will. It's called, the website is powertotheagents.com. So all one word, power to the agents. And that's where we publish, like there's nothing in there pitching our software or something. It's just publishing that insight. And we often point um, our carriers at that to say, you know, sometimes we'll hear things like you said earlier. We'll hear a carrier say, hey, we think you should design the software so that the agents do this. And we know from this insight that, well, agents really, that's not how they want to interact with you. And they would, they're going to go where it's faster to, uh, you know, to input their, their application and get their quote. And um, so we have some documented anecdotes up at powertotheagents.com. We are, uh, the next, ver we're, we're about to uh, launch something that's a little more interactive. So if people want to uh, post feedback on that, they can. But, um, you know, definitely encourage people to look at that. And that also has all of those uh, videos that you were just asking about um, from that 2009 tour, and then also some of our more current, um, uh, you know, insight video insight um, and sort of you know documented cases of, of of agents talking about their pain points, which is pretty cool. Yeah, this is really awesome. I encourage you listeners uh, to go to uh, powertotheagents.com. I went there, and for all of you that email me and call me all the time and tell me to stop typing or clicking with my mouse. I'm trying to do the best I can, okay? But I have to go to places like this because this is cool. First of all, great looking website. Looks like it's a, you got some parallax going on here. You probably being the CEO, you have you, I don't know if you're involved in this, but I I just want to let you know from doing a lot of websites, it, it looks pretty good. Um, I really kind of like it. It's it's very, um, it's I like it sometimes because it doesn't have a lot on it. It's very plain, and that's what we look for. That shows that you're a very streamlined, easy to do business. A lot of agents want to throw everything, and companies want to just want to throw everything on the homepage, and there's nothing more that turns off somebody. But yeah, yeah. I'm looking at these videos that you guys have got on here. Um, this is really cool. Um, I just, I mean, just just be open and honest as as we always will be, Kurt. I mean, do other people, do your competitors do this? Do they go out and do they like try to actually figure out what agents are saying? Or are they just going at what the company says and they just do it and go on? Is that one of the things I assume that may separate you? Yeah, I mean, we, we view that as a competitive differentiator. Um, the fact that we do have that sort of unique viewpoint uh, on, on gathering agent insight. Um, and, you know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, uh, for, for us and for our, our competition, it is the carriers who pay us. And so I think the inclination is to, is to sort of follow the cash. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I can't take all the credit for this because it was set into motion before I got here. But I think um, the fact that we do listen to agents and we can defend their positioning and we understand their workflow um, is a competitive differentiator because our, our you know, our, our competition candidly doesn't do that. Now, they may have, you know, the carriers, for example, when you're if you're going to sit down and build a system from scratch, carriers have a lot of great opinions on on the underwriting side of things and um, how to make that efficient for them but not necessarily on how to make it easier to engage with the agents so we're not we're not here to beat up the carriers because we love the carriers we're all partners in this but let's have a little fun um, you know how 
are are overall are the are do you find that the agents are are the carriers are pretty clueless to really what you're finding out the agents telling you on the ground level, Kurt? Well, clueless is a strong word. Um, I like but, the word clueless, but you can choose your own. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just say there's there we definitely find that there are things about agent workflow that that they don't understand, and that's that's a blanket statement. And certainly there are right. some carriers. Um, that spend a lot of time and money making sure that they do understand that. But That's I right. think, um, you know, the generalization is, is pretty accurate. Um, and that, you know, for example, I mean, most independent agents interface with five, six, sometimes 10 different carriers and the carriers could go in and design a great website, um, and, and web application for, you know, new business submission and quoting. Um, that would be great if the agent just had to interact with that carrier. But what they don't often think about is the fact that that agent is usually shopping that around and they want it. They need to go do the same thing at, at a handful of other carriers to figure out what's, um, you know, best from both a product differentiation, differentiation perspective and pricing perspective for their customers. And that can be really hard to do. Even if you have five great portals you're interacting with, if they're all different, that makes it really hard for the agent. So it's some of that stuff that, um, you know, they might not have insight into um, just just due to the nature of their relationship w with agents. But yes, generally that is a true statement. Two sides to everything in this world, and I got to tell you that one of the things is is that we love capitalism. We love being independent. We love being American. We love being able to do our own thing, create our own devices. What the customer demand is, what helps the company work efficiently. We love doing that. But I have to tell you, and I think a lot of agents listening to me will agree. That sometimes in the insurance world, you kind of wish it was just um, almost like a communist socialistic system. <laughs> I don't know the best way to say it. Into the fact that it'd be so nice if all the portals worked the same, Kurt. It'd be That's so nice if you what you did on this carrier, you did on this carrier. Now, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't give up the way that we operate as a capitalistic society in a business community. I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying trying to dream for a minute. It, man, that'd be nice because you're so right. Every carrier thinks a different thing and wants a different thing. And I also want to keep in mind, I'm not saying that all carriers are clueless, but all of you have a, 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 a uh, some of you are clueless, but some of you guys just at least have a little tip of it. But you know what? To be fair, the agent's also clueless sometimes into the priorities of what the company is having to deal with in between you and in between the client as well. You know, now they should take themselves out of the way of being in between the client and me, but but they do, and they have to in certain cases. So, so it goes both ways. So we're not here to beat up carriers, but I do think that what you're saying is right. You said something that was big there. When I talk to six different carriers, I could possibly give them six different answers to the same question, depending on the type of business they're to, to talking about, the type of client they're talking about, the type of day they caught me in, um, the way that my individual staff is is responsive to the question that they're asking. So it's it, it's to be fair to the companies, I mean, they're dealing with 32,000 agencies, that's 32,000 different fingerprints is basically what they're dealing with, trying to create one system that helps all those fingerprints the best. Is that the best way, I guess I could say it, Kurt? Yeah, that's very well said. And, and you know, there's there's uh, sort of a catch-22 here in that we, we actually have, um, we, we've designed a platform that we, you know, have not taken to market and may never take to market. 
which is sort of like a, let's call it a submission engine. So as an agent, you could, you know, e email off an Accord PDF. I know you talk a lot about Accord and the standard, but it, take a standard uh, Accord application, send it to an email box, and we could land you in a portal where you could maybe fill out any data that was missing in that, in, on that PDF and click a button and have that go off to six different carriers, the same six you were just talking about, and, and come back with a quote. But due to the, you know, capitalistic factors, like that's probably never going to happen. Mm -hmm. Or I shouldn't say probably never because I'm still determined that it could. But right. um, the reality is those carriers don't want to, they don't want to make it just a price game. They want to, um, you know, present to you as an agent, well, my product's better. I've got this coverage that so-and-so doesn't offer. And, and um, you know, that's, that's really important. But they don't, they don't want to be shopped around. They don't want to be a, just a column on a spreadsheet. And that's, uh, you know, that's part of the challenge here. It's not necessarily that they're clueless. It's that um, they want a differentiating experience. So well, it's, and that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. Kurt. But let's go back to the clueless part because they are clueless in the fact that they want to do what they need to do and what they want to do. And what you just said is so perfect. We can't have that type of system because they all don't want to be shopped around. Guess what? They lost, okay? Google's getting involved in this. Mark Cuban's getting involved in this. 23-year-old kids that are operating apps that are way better than what the companies are creating are doing it in the basement of their home. I truly believe, I truly believe that in five to six to seven years, every piece of information that I need to get a quote is going to be stored somewhere or be able to uh, to be able to be um, retrieved through someone's smartphone apps that they have. That tells me that whenever I get a bill in five, six, seven years, it's going to come through my smartphone and it's going to say, um, this month, uh, you know, your policy just renewed, or hey, your bill is going to be drawn out for eighty dollars this month. I'm, there's going to be a little rate button underneath it. I'm going to hit rate. It's going to pop open, select the carriers. I select the carriers. Probably won't even select the carriers. I'll just hit rate. And instantly, it will go out, pull out all the information it needs from every piece of app that I have in my phone to pull out, find my social security number, my driver's license number, all my, my vehicles, my VIN numbers. Keep in mind, if you have the JDC Insurance Group app, all that information is already in there because it's mirrored right off of my management system. So it's going to pull all that stuff out. And once it does that, I believe it'll be able to come back to a rate with for you within 10 to 15 seconds and say, you're paying $80 a month now with X, and here's three other carriers at $75 or $70. We've checked what you have now, and it's exactly the same. Press here to bind. Boom. Sends you an email. Boom. You sign. It takes your credit card information, because keep in mind that's already in you, to your phone, and it does the whole process. I believe you'll get your bill. And in three minutes, you could possibly have another, never another, um, another quote. To the agents, or you could have another policy. The agents today say that could never happen because of the things that you said right there, Kurt. Like, well, it'd be nice, but the companies they want this and they want that. They're gonna be forced into that. They have to. Is that a great scenario? I don't know. I, I just don't know. But what I do know is that the customer drives this ship. I do a, a presentation all the time, and Kurt, I'd love to do it for, for you and your people. It's called consumerization. And consumerization is, is the workflow of business technology and where it comes from. Throughout the his whole history of time, business technology has come from defense and government, then into business, and then into the consumer market. We can say that with the fax machines, GPS, mobile phones, desktop computers. Those all started in defense or in business and came to the consumer. That's completely changed. Everything today starts with the consumer, and then businesses say, hey, that's what the consumer's using. That's what we need to be doing. And then finally, you know, big business gets into it or the government does. 
And so that that really, I can do a two-hour presentation on that. I tried to wrap it up for you guys in, in a minute. But I think that this is important because I think it will come to that, Kurt. They're going to be forced to do that. Um, I believe the carriers right now are grasping for straws while drowning. And, I mean, you know, they got the big Google initiative going on that's kind of hit the street. Well, guess, yep. who's, guess who jumped on board with that? I'm not going to get in trouble and down any carriers here, but it's the same three or four carriers that when Walmart got into it, they jumped on board, you know, and then, and then yep. Mark, and, uh, and hit, you know, I mean, it's getting ridiculous. And overstock.com, um, you know, similar thing. Uh, Amazon, I hear, is getting into it. Zebra, there's a company, Zebra, which Cuban and a couple other gazillionaires are, are backing. I mean, for you to sit there and be that, 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 for you to be that company to sit there and say, no, I'm going to keep doing it the way I want is an understandable thing because a lot of agencies are doing that today. And those are the agencies that I say, once again, I'm very, very candid. They're walking dead, Kurt. They're already right. walking dead. They're, yeah. They're yeah. I mean, Jason, you're, you're preaching to the choir. It sounds like we're, uh, you know, you and I are of similar philosophies on this. I mean, I, uh, you know, the consumerization thing is huge. I think if you think about as a, as a consumer in other industries, some of the, the technology and the things that you can do on your on your phone, you know, Uber, for example, or ordering from Amazon Prime, um, just those experiences, like people who are who, who are going to make up, you know, millennials will make up 50% of the workforce in uh, five years now, by 2020. They're not going to sit around and work, want to work on green screens, right? They're going to want that same experience in their jobs, um, whether they're a CSR in your agency or they're an underwriter at a carrier. Like every, the, the industry needs to stay on top of that and and um, and you know be out in front of that technology wave. And the other thing is, everyone buying insurance is going to want that same experience. You're going to want to you, you know the the experience you just described, where you can do that all from your phone, and. Uh, and I think anyone who who remains in denial that there's going to be more direct involvement between consumers and I won't even say carriers, consumers and their source of insurance, because it could very well be Google. You know, anyone who's in denial of that, I, I think, is going to get left behind. And and the the challenge we have as the as an industry is, okay, let's not deny that, but let's figure out how our business models need to evolve yeah. so that we can we can participate in that, right? Um, mm. and, and that's what we're, you know, we like to be, um, and it's tough to stay ahead of. I mean, this stuff, like, like you mentioned, the Google announcement in the last couple of weeks, it changes fast, but, um, you know, it, it's, I think we have to stay nimble or we are going to, you know, go the way of the buggy whip. I really, I really do. And, and, and one of the things I lead off in my presentations is all about seeing things that aren't there. You listen to my podcast, so you heard me say it. And if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to, um, I believe it was Jeff Tobe who actually brought this to me, and, and, it, and it's really, I've written a couple blogs on it, about the fact that there was people that used to look at Ringling, Ringling, Ringling Bailing Bar, I can never say that damn thing. I know who you mean. The circus, okay, I can never say it. Um, my wife thinks that's funny, and so do my boys as well, but. But yeah, I mean, there was someone who was looking at them in 1984 and said, hey, could you imagine a circus with no animals? And, and to, that's unbelievable in 1984 to think of that. And today we have Circus Soleil, which not only is a circus with no animals, but they actually charge about six times the ticket of a, of a, of a Ringling Brothers. So I think that we start to look at that. There is no way we could have fathomed that. And I really believe this, and I don't know how it's going to look, but I believe, this is what I think, People think that the agent is going to be main non-existent. Kurt, I don't think so. 
I think the insurance companies are going to be made non-existent, not the agent. Because, you see, here's the thing. There's four cards of all sales. There, there's the price, there's the coverage, there's the service, and there's a the relationship. Those are the four cards of all the sales process, and the company controls all three of um, all three of those. They control the coverage, the price, and, and a little bit of the service. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones who make those decisions. The relationship card that we control is the biggest part of it all. Because without that relationship or some type of relationship, none of that happens. I believe there's a way that other people are going to come in, other large companies are going to take out those other three cards away from the insurance agent, but at the end of the day, they know that the best way is going to be through the relationship. Because let's say let's say that that person um, um, in, that gets that rate through their smartphone, Kurt, like I said, and they and they hit it and it rates it up for them. Well, what if the savings is like like way better than what they're paying now? There could be a little option that says, if you want to consult with a client to make sure this is correct, hit here. Neither, and through that whole process, they didn't need an insurance company, but they possibly needed an agent just to confirm. Because I get a clients a lot that I'll save them seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a year, and they go, "Holy cow, this seems too good to be true." Well, you know, then we got to walk through it. Sometimes they'll maybe even call their other agent, and their other agent will lie to them. But the fact is, they still do want that comfort. I don't yep. know. I don't know if my son, who's fifteen, will need that comfort when he's twenty and twenty-five. But that's still something we need today. So yes, yeah. I. Absolutely. Our, our, uh, our, our R&D team has another idea that was sort of creating almost this like Uber of insurance kind of concept. And a big piece of that was, yeah, sure, you could be the guy who wants to do the straight through quote and just accept it. But that like you, you talked about a button where it's like, all right, you know what, I want to engage an agent and maybe you crowdsource those agents. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, especially as you get into, I mean, personal auto is one thing, right? And, and, and even homeowners to an extent. But once you start getting into commercial uh, lines of business, you know, even workers' comp, that's not a decision that your average person makes on a regular basis. They're going to want to talk to an agent. They need advice. What does this coverage mean? What does that coverage mean? Right, um, right. And, and actually, I think for the broad, you know, the broad population, even on personal auto, there are still a lot of questions. Oh, I don't understand the you know, differences between collision and comprehensive. And you know, I, I, so I, I certainly don't think the 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 agent could ever disappear from the equation well and you, know, and you know what's funny kurt is when you talk about like there's people talking about well what if we could crowd um the crowdsource them or crowdfund them or if we could do a kickstarter and then people are like oh you couldn't do that with insurance folks let's stop for a minute and let's reverse time back to 300 400 years ago when these underwriters used to be nothing more than people who used to sit in buildings or bars and there was five or six of them and they would look at all the shipments and the cargo going out across the sea or going out across, basically across the sea at the time. And they would write under that ship how much they were willing to take in as money to protect it if it didn't get there. That's where we get the name underwriter for any of you people that don't understand that out there. It's if the, by the ship that was on the log, if it was carrying $1,000 worth of materials to England, there would be people who would write underneath it say, I would be willing to put up $100 or if they give me $100, I will guarantee this. And then they would make bids underneath it. These were nothing more than a collection of people. I know that State Farm, if you listen to their story, the largest in the world pretty much, their story was is there's two or three farmers that got together south of Bloomington, Illinois, and they all kind of would throw their money in a hat every year and say, hey, if something happens to your farm, we'll protect it. If something happens to mine, we'll protect it. 
We as a, as a society have made it more complicated, but I believe we made it complicated because we lacked technology between then and now. And I think that now that technology has caught up, we're able actually to reverse it and to simplify it back to some of the ways that it was, hence through crowdfunding and through Kickstarter. I'm just a geek, Kurt, and I sit around and I think about this stuff all the time, and it just excites me, probably like you do as well. Well, yeah, absolutely, Jason. And, you know, part of what drew me to your podcast is uh, when we had you as a, as a guest speaking to our customer base, like, I, you know, that, that clicked. And I, and I think what you're doing is a really, uh, really great thing. In our, in, and we're looking for a lot of the same things in uh, how we can make insurance better. So, Kurt, let's wrap it up here. Um, tell, what could an agent do to get involved? I mean, besides getting that basic survey we get from insurance companies all the time in our inbox that we always delete, I mean, how, how do agents become part uh, power, to ch- uh, power to the agents? I mean, what should they do? How could they help you? What can we do? Well, uh, so like I said, it's uh, there's uh, it's it's actually not easy to sort of comment on our post now on the power to the agents, but um, we would we'd love to talk to agents. I mean, anyone who's interested in sort of having us come in and and wants to explain a a, a problem to us, um, again, whether they do work with any of our customers or not, we'd love to talk to them. So, you know, to, uh, the simplest way, go ahead and send me an email. It's uh, it's Kurt C U R T dot Stevenson. S-T-E-V-E-N-S-O-N at agencyport.com. And, um, you know, I'll put them in touch with the Agent Insight team, and uh, and, and we'd love to hear from them. Um, awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, that's what this is all about. This is all about. This is all about um, the beauty I think that Kurt possesses to each one of you listeners is that this is a company – and I think there's probably lots out there like in the insurance companies, but they're, they're wanting to hear you. They want to hear you. And and that's what we do here at Agents Influence. You always hear me say, tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This is why we bring Kurt on. Now, for you listeners, I need you to help me and I need you to help Kurt. Be sure to reach out to him at the email address he did. Reach out to me at jason at growprogram.com, jason at growprogram.com. Is there things that, what do you think about what Kurt said? Are the companies clueless? Are they not clueless? What companies are you finding to be the best? Okay, now let's not, when you email me or you email Kurt, we're not here to down companies. What we're here to do is be productive and positive so that we can move this industry forward and we want to take everybody we possibly can with us. I don't think that's going to happen, but let's work as best as we can. So reach out to Kurt and let us know if uh, if you believe that you could help Kurt. I know this a lot of times, Kurt. We I'm talking to agents who are wanting to create their own portals. I know a guy by the name of uh, Duke Williams, uh, somebody that I've really got to know a lot very well, where he has the technology for agents to be able to make payments right on their website that would access and hook up right to the carrier. And he needs, but I believe that there's portal work that needs to be done behind the scenes. Maybe he can do it. I don't know. I may be overstepping my bounds a little. But I look at all these things and I hear about, I was at an Ivan's meeting last year and there was a big time company that's trying to create portal work. Am I correct that creating a portal may used to be multi-millions of dollars? Is it still multi-millions of dollars to build? Or can an agency that has a couple hundred thousand dollars actually build a portal that would be specific to its agency? Is that possible, Kurt? Yeah, I think that's possible. I mean, there's, you know, there, there, uh, you know, your, your guest that I happened to listen to this morning, um, Chip Basioko from Trusted Choice. I mean, they've got they've obviously got something that can be leveraged but i do know of of agencies who yeah for a couple hundred grand can go build something 
Um, but I also think I think there are vendors that are starting to uh, to be able to have that offering that helps, you know, not not the interface between the agency and the carrier, but the agency and their consumers. And gotcha. um, yeah, I mean, you know, the technology gets cheaper all the time. It's it's getting the right use case. And have you guys ever thought of getting into that space, Kurt, to where we the have, agency to consumer? Yep, that's another thing that we're uh, you know we're debating and and you know to our conversation earlier about finding a way to keep the agent relevant. You know, I think we it's hard to deny that there's there's some direct to consumer stuff going on right now. Um, that's another way I think that the agencies can can stay relevant in that and sort of have a process. You know, like it happens, well, carriers will do now with leads a lot where they go to a specific agent and um, even if, if the consumer has gone and got a direct quote from the, the website. Mm -hmm. And I think there are things like that, that, that uh, yes, we, that would be a very logical extension actually of, of what we do. Um, and technology wise, pretty easy. It's just sort of, you know, the, 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 the changing dynamics of the business that have prevented us from doing that yet. Right. But I will say that technology is allowing it to be done less expensive. That doesn't, Absolutely. that doesn't mean for a couple hundred bucks, but you know, it's, it's a lot less than it was five and 10 years ago, I assume. Completely. Okay. That's what I thought. Well, Kurt, we appreciate you. Uh, the listeners appreciate you one more time, Kurt, where people could reach out to you if they need to. Yeah. It's Kurt.Stevenson at agencyport.com. Guys, I'm telling you, it, you, you know, just by listening to Kurt, he's a class act. You, you've got that out of the last 35, 40 minutes, but I got to tell you, he's nothing compared to the people he hired. So the people that I had fun with, and I got to tell you, we, we, one night we did some uh, karaoke and, uh, the, Kurt, that was fun as could be, wasn't it? That was fun. It was fun. And, and, and so I told one of the guys to the listeners out there, I told one of the guys that he said he wanted me to be like one of the first to sing. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to. So Eric, um, who was one of the owners who had stepped down that, that, that Kurt was talking about fantastic guy. He gets up there and starts singing. So I said, yeah, I'll do the next one. So you remember what he had me sing, Kurt? I don't remember. It was dude. it was Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. And oh, that so, was good. oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. I really thought about leaving, being an agent there for a minute, and going on the road, Kurt. I really did. Yeah. But then I thought, how am I going to have that conversation with my wife? No, joking. All right, man. So hey, Kurt, really appreciate you uh, you coming on to all your listeners out there. Please let me know your thoughts. Tell me your ideas. And we're going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason. Uh, cast with Agents Influence Podcast. Don't forget, insurance4play.com. Put in your email address, and we are going to deliver you the book. And this is Agents Influence Podcast, and we are out. <laughs>